Hey, this is Spoiler Country. This is Kendrick Regan over here, and that's John Horsley right there in front of me. We are here in San Diego. What? what? Getting ready to hit our first day at Comic-Con, because we get it in a day early. Preview night. Mill Geek Comics, Russ, really hooked us up. It's going to be exciting. Are you excited? I'm, oh, dude. Yes, you can say that. <laughs> I'm trying to, been trying to get going down there since we got up this morning, even though you can't get into like... Four or five. You're right, right. <laughs> and this trip has been, I don't want to say magical, but it's been magical. It's been... <laughs> it's simply because everything has fallen into place. It's been a happenstance of perfectness, you know? Like, right. We, you know, we spent, we came down, we came halfway the other day and stayed at my buddy Josh's house in Reading because he let us crash there at a nice place and we got some sleep and some food, got up and then did the last leg of the drive. Well, you got sleep. Yeah, you got work. Yeah, I had work. Yeah. But we got to sleep, and I, don't, I just got to see my friend Josh, and then did the last leg down here to San Diego when we were staying at my, our, our buddy Pat's house. So right. we stayed at a hotel, which is nice. So we got sponsored to come down, right? and then I had to pay for any... Basically, the only thing coming out of our pocket is for one ticket, because right. we had to pay for the extra ticket. Right. And then gas. And food. And food. That's yeah. it. Besides, Everything else is comped. Right. And it's like... Part of me is like, do we deserve this? But I'm like, I don't care. It's awesome. We, of course we deserve this. What do you mean, do we deserve this? Right, we're spoiler country. Everybody, everybody loves us. We're spoiled for spoiler country. <laughs> you need a clap for that one. <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm really excited. I, I don't even know what to expect tonight because there's not going to be any uh, normal consumers in there. I don't know what else to call them. Uh, so there's not. Well, there might be. So you can you can buy tickets to preview night, yeah. but they sell out. There's not a lot of them for. I don't think there's a lot of them for. The average consumer and they sell out really quick. I don't. Right. I, I know most of it. Most of it's going to be the pro badges, retailers, exhibitors, and yeah. pe- people who were able to get the, the five day or the preview night. Tickets. I think this is the day that we're going to go because we're big comic collectors. So this is the day we're going to go and look for a couple of choice things that we might not be able to find or have time for it later on. Right. Right. My my sister has me on the lookout for some Wonder Woman stuff. So I'm gonna try and grab her some like George Perez stuff, or no, she has all that. <laughs> oh, she does. That's she funny. wants like so. There's a, there's an Alex Ross exclusive print here. Okay, it's like I don't know how much it costs, but she wants one of those like really bad. Right. And then there's a couple um, there's a couple exclusive Wonder Woman covers here at the con that she wants me to pick up for her. That'd be cool. And then she wants me to look for some of the older like Silver Golden Age books for her to see if I can find anything in a decent price range. Well, my goal is I think you said on the last episode that Mike Grell is here. From what I read, he is here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go look for the Longbow Hunters. I have a copy, but I didn't know he was gonna be here. So of course they're at home. I didn't bring any comic books with me. See, remember I told the story about him signing all those long boxes? Yeah. What I didn't tell you is that I kept one of each of the, of the Green Arrow ones that we had. Uh, so nice. I have... You I, had the Longbow Hunters already done. No, not Longbow Hunters. I don't have that one, but I have the actual... Uh, the regular series he did. Oh, okay. But I don't I don't have like the first couple. I'm just going to do the, the, the mini series. Yeah, I, I might... Is it like four episodes? I think it's four, right? Four issues, yeah. Yeah, four yeah. issues. I might follow you with that too because I kind of want that one signed. Yeah, maybe he'll remember you. Maybe. I'll tell him the story of my dad. Yeah. He'll probably remember my dad. I mean, he remember my dad 20 years ago. Well, later. he'll probably remember you commissioning him to do Sandman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that's unique, right? He never did it before. He had to look at something and, and do it. Yeah. I got to, I got, I got to, since I, I'm finally moved to have a place that I, I can set stuff up. Right. I, I need to pull it out, frame it, and get it on the wall. Because right now, it's, it's, in a, it's in a sleeve protected by cardboard and stuff on each side of the sleeve. Yeah. So, it's all protected, but it's not up on the wall. Yeah. Where it needs to be. That'd be cool. We should check it out. But definitely, so I'm going to find those and then hopefully be able to find him and Maybe if we do it all tonight, we'll get better deals at trying to get them signed later on. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm excited because there's... I don't even know what I'm doing, what we're doing. I mean, I've got the schedule on my phone, but I haven't looked at it this morning. Yeah. And I just know I'm, 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 I'm more excited than I probably should be to get down there. <laughs> I know by Sunday or by Saturday, we're going to be dead. Yeah, we're going to be dead because not only are we going tonight, but we also have 
a friend of the show that's going to allow us to use yep. their booth, and we're going to do podcasting from the floor. From the floor, yeah. Probably that's going to be crazy. We'll probably do that tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we'll probably sit there for an hour or so and record from his booth. And yeah, well, we'll try to do something every day like that. Yeah, you well, know we're, what I mean. We're going to record something everywhere every day. Yeah, but doing it on the floor in a booth is is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, mean, I think we'll just put a tent thing up saying, come talk to us. Right. Come come on. Come be on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you got. Right. Tell us what you know. Tell us why you're here. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. We're, we're literally getting ready to leave here in about 20 minutes. We're just waiting for Kaylee to get out of the shower and get dressed. Right. Which is going to be like, not 20 minutes, maybe like 30, 40 minutes because that's my wife. That's what she does. <laughs> she takes forever. But she looks fantastic. Way to call her out. Way to call her But she her looks out. fantastic afterwards. You know what so she needs? Fine. Huh? Eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, now, now I have to give reference of why you're saying that. Well, I'm not going to tell her, but I did find it on Groupon for $22.3 miles away. Did you? Yeah. I See, I'm okay with that. Well, you can tell her. You can show her the Groupon. I'm just not that okay. That way you can say it came from you. Nah. <laughs> see, the thing is, I got your back. she wanted to get her lashes done before we came down because her, her friend Ray does them. Yeah. She's a beautician. And she does them for, you know, she gives Kaylee deal because they're friends, you know. Right. But we're down here and I just takes so long to do. Yeah, well, but she can have it. She can do it while we're gone because. Yeah. I don't think she's not as interested to go in the day before like we are. No, she's going with us then, but she's she's probably going to come back early tonight right. or tomorrow. But you know, right. and you and I will be like our legs broken, our arms broken, but yeah. we're going to drag, drag ourselves across the floor. Like, we're here. <laughs> Show us the comics. Exactly. I don't know. I'm like I don't know. Since I'm not here to buy, mm-hmm. I'm not down here to buy comics this time, right? Right. I didn't. I, didn't. I wasn't either. That's the yeah. only thing because the longbow hunters you can get anywhere, any anywhere, and I think I found them. In at Mill Geek Comics, yeah. Russ had did he have a complete set? He had like two of them, and he sold them to me for like five bucks a piece, maybe yeah. even less. Yeah, they're not they're not expensive. Yeah, but I didn't I, I didn't bring, I didn't bring my comic list down. I didn't load on my phone or anything to have to to fill holes or anything in my collections. I came down for the experience for the yeah. podcast and to go to go to events and stuff like that and kind of just take it all in because this is this is a big deal, you know. Yeah, and so I don't quite even though I've done this before, I don't quite know what to expect. Because right. I'm, I'm, I'm approaching well, it's been it ten years, right? Well, the last couple you're in a different place in your life. I am. You have a lot more kids. Yeah, well, Everything is different. I have a hundred. So you're going to look at things differently. I have a hundred percent more kids. Yeah. <laughs> but no, because last time when we were here, I had the business, so we were here looking for stuff we could resell. Right. This year, I'm not here for that, so I'm looking for stuff that I want. Right. Well, it's that, cool. Well, yeah. Or just to have the, to, to talk. And being talk here for people. business is a completely different animal. Right. Because you're mean, looking at books and stuff and art, and you weren't doing that. You're not. I mean, we are going to do it a little bit, but not like you were. Right. Then. And we're looking. Well, we are here for business. Business a little bit because we're here for the podcast. And we're right. here to rep Russ from Mill Geek. Yep. You know. So, but it, that's a totally different. We're not here for a resale business. We're here for right. an entertainment business. Right. Well, we're here to spread the name of, of Mill Geek Comics. Anytime we meet anybody from the Northwest or anybody all over the world, really, yeah. you want good service. You want that kind of stuff. That's where you go. Yeah. Exactly. And to promote people to come listen to what we're doing right now. Exactly. It's a double edge. I don't want it to iron horn, but I maybe it's just because it's us. But I really enjoy this. Yeah, it's you know? a lot of fun. I think, we're getting good feedback. Right, I've got, we've gotten some feedback from people who've listened to this show and they enjoy it, and so I think we're on the right track. Yeah, me too. For two guys who don't know what the fuck we're doing, <laughs> our idea literally was, hey, let's talk about comics and record it. <laughs> right, right. Let's just talk about shit that we kind of know about, but not really. But right, and enough we both to have, annoy people. So we both have different different backgrounds and different mm-hmm. things we like. So it, it comes really well. Definitely approached it. He was, you were kind of force fed comics by your dad. Yeah, in yeah. a good way. I'm not. You no, know no, what in, I mean? in a good, definitely a good. Yeah, reason. yeah, yeah. Where I kind of had a more of a self discovery, a little bit more organic with my brother and stuff. Yeah. Hey, you know what? 
it's whatever works. Like every teenage boy does in the shower. <laughs> right. What's awesome though about being where we're at in San Diego too is we're right next to the trolley line. Yeah. Which gets us the trolley goes right into San Diego. We're like six stops. And yeah. We're, and we're at the at the center. Yeah. Which is great because everything really just panned out. We don't have to park in the center, which parking in the center is insane. Yeah. It's in, in San Diego. It's probably ridiculously expensive. Last time I was here, parking... I bet you it's 50 bucks just park, for a normal parking. Parking four blocks away was $75. Yeah. See, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And they were that's getting it. price gouging. They were getting it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd charge it too. Right. If you're going to pay, I'm going to fucking take it. Yeah. Trolley lets off right in front of the convention center. We just go and do our thing. And the trolley takes like 10 minutes. So if we want to go if we buy something big or buy a lot of stuff we can just bring it back on the trolley drop it off and head back down and we're only missing like 40 minutes that's awesome yeah it's great yeah it's going to be a lot of fun i I, i'm really excited this is going to be a unique experience so and i didn't tell you this but yesterday i had lined up a couple um a couple people to interview yeah not really interview i told you told me one yeah but you have another one i do so um jamie sullivan uh, he does uh, exclusive posters for shows like WonderCon and stuff. He does a lot of like he does a lot of lithographs and posters. Cool. Um, he's a buddy of mine. He's agreed to give us a few minutes of his time to have a conversation. I didn't really want to interview. I said I'll have a conversation with you. Yeah. Because we're not really going to interview people. We're yeah. going to conversate. With We've people. said that from the beginning. We want to do hangouts. We don't want to do. Yeah. We'll do interviews when it's appropriate and when it makes sense. Like if right. someone wants to come on for five minutes because they're promoting something and Whatever. we want to help promote. Yeah. Then that's one thing. But really, we'd rather just have you come on and talk for as long as you want. Yeah. Two minutes, have, twenty minutes. Have whatever. a conversation with him. Yeah. And then I got a guy. Shit, it's going to be bad. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but he is the creator of a comic book called Tart. Okay. That I actually backed on Kickstarter. Um, he's coming from Florida. He'll be here, and he agreed to give us uh, some of his time for a conversation as well. Awesome. So I'm excited because I haven't – I have – so I have – I believe he sent me a copy of the PDF of his book. I have not read it yet, but I should. It looks amazing. Yeah. That's why I backed on Kickstarter. But he has he has copies here of the – he has an exclusive cover here that he's selling and giving out. So I'm going to pick up my copy. that Instead of it being mailed to me, I'm going to pick it up at his booth here. Nice. So he's agreed to give us you know five, ten minutes of his time to yep. conversate with us. So we got a couple things that we got to do. We got to do the image cocktail party on Friday night. One of us, half of us is. Well, we try to get two. We can only get one. It's fine. But we're gonna try, <laughs> we're not, gonna try to get the other person in. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> we'll let you guess on who can't go in. <laughs> <sighs> and then we have, but we have the luncheon. Yes, and that's both of us, and yeah. that's going to be exciting. Three hopefully, luncheon. we can meet some. Some real big industry leaders. Yeah, I mean, some people that we have been following their careers for yeah. years, or people that are new that we love and respect. You know, yeah. there's, there's so much good talent in the industry right now. There's so much, there's so many great writers, there's so many great artists out there right now that I think some of the best writing is going on right now. I agree. I think the writing has done nothing but get better over the last yeah. decade. I think people realize how bad the '90s slipped. Yeah, how bad everything got. Not, I mean, the art was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. A lot of the stuff in the '90s was. There's a lot of good stuff that came out in '90s. Not all of it was bad, but right. generally, most of it was just all about splash pages. All of it was pandering. Yeah, a lot of pandering, exactly. A lot of pandering. And I think they realized, I think the industry realized that they really messed up because what holds an audience is the storyline. The story and the quality. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, always, I've always touted the fact that if you have a, in general, if you have a badly drawn story with, that's written well, you can get through it. Yeah. But if you have a great... That's why John's successful. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Well, actually, thank you because I write some of my own stories. So there you go. I'll take it. That is a compliment, sir, and I will take it. But, but if, it's the, if it's the other way around, yeah, it, it doesn't. You can't do it. Yeah, as well. If it's I mean, if it's 
beautifully poorly drawn, drawn and poorly written, you're, right, you're sunk before you. But if it's put beautifully, it if it's beautifully drawn, but the writing is just shit. Case in point, your All-Star, first All Star Batman and Robin, right? You know, it's it can start strong. Yeah, you can't get, you can't get but you it. can't retain anything. The only, the only, ex, the only exclusion to that would be is, and I hate to, I hate to dog on the guy. I love to hate him. He's a nice guy, uh, but Rob Liefeld, right? Mm-hmm. He did obviously Deadpool and a bunch of stuff. He's a super nice guy. He's, he's very, right. very pleasant to talk with. He did the Hawk and Dove series for New Fifty Two with a, I can't remember who the writer was. With the writer, it was written. It, the storylines was great, but I couldn't finish the series because I just couldn't get past the artwork. Yeah, the artwork just it just wasn't his wasn't it wasn't his good stuff. It was just it seemed like it was rushed. Right. You know, and I, I don't want to dog on Rob Life because so many people he's have. doing something right because he's right. been in the industry a long time and exactly. he's had a lot of great successes. No matter how you feel about his artwork, you got to give him credit for what he's been able to accomplish. Yeah, I didn't right? like the you sent me a YouTube video and the guy just I hated it just ripped on him yeah I didn't like it because it just felt like what are you doing it was super negative and I'm not I'm not I'm not into the whole but it wasn't it just wasn't just super negative it was super attacking and negative it was and it was like dude who are you to attack somebody that is being successful right and doing what they love to do obviously loves to do it right he's one of he's he's you know and he's putting himself out there yeah allowing you to critique him and the guy was just I don't know I didn't like it. it it bugged me as, I've, as, as I keep saying to you is yeah. do what you want to do just don't be an asshole about it yeah. right yeah. and to Rob Liefeld do what you want to do and we don't, we don't have to like it but I do I give you mad respect for getting you putting us out there and doing what you want to do yeah. right and if people out there like what they do what you do which they clearly do yeah. and you can make a living off of it Bravo to you, sir. Yeah, yeah. But we, you know, I don't personally have to like it, and that's. Well, there's definitely that's a lot fine. of people who do like it. There, there definitely is. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why his booth is always packed every year at, yeah. at a show. There's the reason why he he can charge 107 dollars for a VIP pass, and you you get good stuff out of it if you like his stuff, and people pay it. Right. You know, there's a reason for that. It's not because nobody likes him. It's because there's a, a good section of people who do. Right. That cover on New Mutants '98 with the introduction of Deadpool is a pretty cool cover. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's. I mean, it's it's for the time. Yeah. It's definitely 90, it's very '90s. Yeah. I mean, and you can what people what people mostly rag on Life about is if you get past the anatomy, the, the defeat, right? But if you get past the anatomy stuff, it's the fact that he draws tons of pouches and tons of big guns. Right. Right. But if you're drawing that and people are buying it and you're making money off it, why wouldn't you? Right. Right. Why would you stop? Exactly. So. It's like. Comic book companies and variants. Why would they stop? People are buying it. Exactly. It was just funny. We had the whole variant episode. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get these variants down here. <laughs> but we said show variants. I'm rewarding bad behavior. <laughs> I'm rewarding bad behavior. No, but we we said show variants are okay. Yeah, show variants are cool. I right. like show variants. But like I said in the last, when we talked about that episode, I talked myself into understanding right. why they're doing variants. Our gripe was we don't we don't personally like what the the, the pressure puts on the retailers. You're right. That's so my biggest thing. Different. Yeah. But again, we all said that we can, our conclusion was, but if that's what you have to do to keep making comics, go right ahead. Yeah. We yeah. don't have to like it. Do what you want to right. do. I kind of wish they would allow buybacks. Yeah. That, I think that would make a big difference. You but I think if they did allow buybacks, you'd see a lot of series. I think you would see series that would flourish under a buyback system because it would be, I didn't buy a lot, but I sell out of those every time. Right. Right. But then you would have a lot of series be like dropped or storylines dropped right away because all of a sudden they ordered 500 copies, but you know 420 of them are coming back. One of the, and similar to that, well, in the same vein, it, it kind of makes me wonder. They tout the successfulness of a comic based upon how many copies get ordered by a retailer, right? But that's not true sales. Yeah, you have no true way. The yeah. way they're doing it now, you can't judge how the quality of a book from right. you know you can judge a quality of a book from numbers only. If you have a buyback system that tells you, look, I ship 
400 copies of whatever. Superman, whatever, and I and the comp, none of them came back yeah, because the comic book store sold out. That's yeah. a success. But I shipped 600 copies of Wolverine, and 500 of them came back. That's a failure. That's a failure. Yeah, and it's, it's like like we said that one episode talking about other. I think it was the very episode we talked about Infinity. Yeah, a retailer, a guy that I knew that ordered tons of them and then had them in short boxes for you know two bucks later on afterwards because right. he couldn't sell them. Like yeah, Infinity by the numbers they do now sold really well, but they just sat in stores because they had to order a hundred copies to get the one variant, and nobody bought the other the other like ninety copies. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. They just sit there. You know what's funny? I was just thinking. Huh. Everybody who lives in this house, there's three guys who live in the house. All of them super fit. Right. All of them work out. <laughs> and here we are, two fat guys doing a, a, a podcast on comic books. And if they walked in right now, they'd be like, nerd. Yeah. And we'd be like, yeah, and. That's uh, so funny. I would proudly wear the nerd geek badge. Okay, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Who are you calling fat? Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get ready and let's get out of here, and then we'll see everybody here tonight. Shortly. Yeah, we'll come. Well, for you, you're gonna hear you hear nothing, and then we'll start talking again. For yeah. us, we're gonna go to the con and come back and record some more. That's right. So prepare for a time warp. So this, as we told you, this is Cody's first time at Comic-Con in San Diego. I kind of wanted to ask him a few questions. I'm not kind of, I'm going to ask him a few questions. Just kind of see what he thought. So Cody, what did you think of your first day at Comic-Con? It was exciting. There was a lot of people, not as much as there is going to be tomorrow. Um, Are you anxious for tomorrow with how many people there's going to be? Mm-hmm. It should be really packed. Just wait until really Saturday. Hot. Yeah, it's going to be hot and packed. What did you see? Anything cool stuff there? Anything awesome you saw that you wanted? Yeah, I saw this huge, like, not huge, but, like, life-size Negan's wax statue. You got a picture with it, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty good. Did you buy anything today? Yeah, I got Lucille from The Walking Dead and... (laughs) And something else. It's been a long day. (laughs) I got In-N-Out hat. Did you get? Yep, you got an (laughs) In-N-Out hat. That's true. Did you have fun walking around with Kenrick here, your Uncle Kenrick? Yeah, I got a comic book for you. You got signed by... I did. You bought, he bought me the Longbow Hunters, Mike Grill, which we got signed. Number two, right? Yeah, number two. Yeah, we got signed with Mike Grill. Anything else you want to tell everybody about the show today? No, but they should come next time. Yeah, they should come. It's pretty awesome, huh? I, was was I right in saying that I can't describe this show? It can't compare it to, like, Emerald City. It, just, it can't describe this show. I can compare it to Emerald City. It's just... It's bigger. <laughs> a lot bigger. All right. Thank you, Cody. I have a super special guest with me right now. This is Kaylee from Watch to See Our Radio. How are you doing? Super, super special. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Also my wife. Awesome. My husband. You're also your husband? I said, also, <laughs> comma, space, my husband. I'm also doing well, my husband. All right. You so. Dick. <laughs> hey, don't tell me that. <laughs> Weird being. So this is your first time at San Diego Comic Con today. This Preview is my night. first time. Yes, I've been, been to, to many, City. many, many others, yes. but we finally made the trek down to. How would Emerald you compare City, this one to, to say Emerald City? City? Um, I don't. It's like, it's. I don't know. It is bigger, so it's bigger. But Emerald City, you have it on a bunch of different. Um, it's on many floors and many different areas. This is on many floors too. We only went to the first part. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we only saw like six rows tonight. Are you kidding me? There's a lot more. There's so much more. Oh, I really thought the, that was like that was it. That was like the whole thing. That one thing. You know, the convention center <laughs> it has like there's like seven floors to it or six floors something Where like that. Where the fuck are they? Above you, but there's like they're not all like booths and stuff like that. There's like uh, panels and movie showings and art and stuff stuff like that. There's more stuff going on all around. Mm. 
It's a preview night. Well, then we missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jeff, what was the highlight of night for you at the show? Oh, God, the highlight. Um, Cody and I went through the Walking Dead booth. How is that? I hate zombies. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I draw zombies. <laughs> I hate, like, the... I hate the... Um, like, when they go after you, they're like... Rawr. They sense your... You don't like it, so they, like, stare into your eyes, and they got, like, all that makeup and crap on, and it's like... And they just, yeah, they go for you. Yeah. So I usually bring a small child with me. You brought, <laughs> so they leave me alone. You brought our 15, I mean 14, I mean 12 year old tonight with you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Did you buy anything? I, I'm asking these questions like I don't know. I know, I know. I bought some Harley hats that I've been wanting. Yep. I've been looking for a long time. A Harley many, backpack. Many times I bought a Harley backpack. I like Harley a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Would you cosplaying for tomorrow? Yeah, I, I will. I have a couple different outfits, but I don't know if I'm which ones I'm gonna wear because I don't know. I want them to be just right, and <clears throat> I forgot to get my lashes done, so I have to go and do them. Because that's the most important thing in the world. Well, Comic-Con. when you're cosplaying, it's important to have the fine details. Right. Tomorrow, when you're there and we're there, we'll stop somebody who else, some other girl who cosplayed, and ask her if this is true or not. Um, I know it's true. I know. But you'll ask her. Okay. And I'll be proven wrong. Yes, I'm you okay will. Okay with this. <laughs> Yeah, we we found a nice shop, and hopefully it'll take. It won't take very long, and it's just, they're just temporary ones. To be so. clear, I'm not going with you. I'm going to the show, and you can go by yourself. I know. I'm gonna walk like <laughs> six blocks by myself. Oh, you take Cody with you. He'll be your muscle. He's so much. He's just as strong as I am. That kid is. I know. Ripped. I know. But Comic Con, it's been super amazing. I know I'm gonna hurt and ache, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. They're so. It's like it's hard to describe it. Yeah, I'm like, even just the first night, I'm already like, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> and with that, good night. Good night, San Diego. Okay, well, we just got back from Comic-Con. It's about huh. 11.30. First day. First day. Preview night. Preview night. Thoughts? It was amazing. What'd you think? I haven't been here in over a decade, and it's like being home, man. There was it's, just so much stuff going on. It's so amazing. It, you can't describe it. Yeah. So, we had a goal to, to get the complete set of the Longbow Hunters. We did. And then find Mr. Grell. Because as you have know, through various episodes, more than one episode of the show, we've talked about the Longbow Hunters. We've talked about Mike Grell. Yeah. We obviously both, <laughs> I think we both like liked him more than we realized. I think so too. Because I, I mean, like I said, I've got that, I've got a bunch of books signed by him. I've met him before. He's such a nice guy. He's done such great work in various so things he's done. We found him today. We did. GG16. Artist Alley. Found him. Sitting at his booth, doing signatures, five bucks for personal items. Which is a, a great, unheard of. I mean, great price. For yeah. someone in his caliber. Unheard of. He's an industry icon. Five bucks all day for his signature. You would put him side by side with Neil Adams all day long. Tomorrow, new goal. I want to find a copy of Action Comics 440. That is the first time Mike Grell drew Green Arrow in a comic. Oh, there you go. I want so to find it. that and get it signed by him. So we found Mr. Grell. Incredibly nice guy. Incredibly nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Start talking to him. <clears throat> give him our copies of the Longwell Hunters. He signs them for us. Signs them all. Oh, I asked him about the Sandman. That's right. We asked him. Oh, you asked him if he remembers drawing Sandman, and he did. And he did. And he, he said he only did it twice. Right. And you were the first one. But the other one he did was Sandman with the mask. Yeah. So I have. This. And he said he did death a bunch of times. Right. And I asked him if he remembered my dad about the Warlord stuff, and he said yes, he did. And that's just, yeah. that's that's just that's. And the, it was believable. The fanboy in me goes. Ee! 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah it, it didn't sound like it was just bullshitting us. Yeah. Yeah, he, to be honest, John... you thought about it for a second. I, I gotta say, when I looked at John, I thought you were a little <laughs> starstruck there for a second. Dude, you were like, my grill. You didn't want to say... Like, you wanted to... It's like you had a hard time starting the conversation for I a did, second. I did, because it's my grill, man. It's yeah. like... It's a, if you're not a comic book fan and you don't know these people, it doesn't make sense. But for people who do, people who know who Mike Grill is, it's it's a weird comparison. He's like the Neil Adams from, from Green Arrow. Yeah. He, he's he's to Green Arrow what Neil Adams is to Batman. I think you put him with side-by-side side with Neil Adams all day oh, long. Oh, yeah, all day long. All day long. All day long. Yeah. I think he had a bigger impact to Green Arrow. Overall. Because I think Frank Miller still would have done Batman. Oh, and I think what Grell did to Arrow has pulled through, even to the Arrow's TV show. Yeah. Is, I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. We told him we we, like, we wish they were still doing Arrow in Seattle and doing that whole thing, and he's like, "Write DC, let them know," because I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's amazing. So we gave him a thing for Ein's anthology. Yep, and like that. yep, and we gave him a business card for, for our, our podcast. <laughs> and here's the kicker: before we even say anything, he did what? He says, "If you guys want me to come on, let me know. I'd be happy to." Right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Chills. Right? Which is so funny because, I mean, I mean, obviously he's not somebody from Hollywood or anything. Who cares? Like to us, he is. Yeah, I for mean, us. This is a big deal for us. It's a huge deal to have our our first scheduled are, guest. This is somebody we read somebody because he wrote and drew yeah. the Longbow Hunters. And he wrote and drew the Green Arrow series he worked on. You yeah. Know? I mean, he had people working on with him, but I mean, he did those... Just those covers for those books are amazing. Yeah, and just to have him go, yeah, I want to talk with you guys. Yeah, and then and then schedule a time with us. Yep, he looked at his schedule, said, "Hey, I'm busy this time, this yeah. time. Let's do it this time on Sunday." So tentatively, we have our a, first interview, a first schedule. I mean, we, we, we well, actually we will probably actually record one before this because it's right. on Sunday. But right. our first for schedule s- interview with Mike Grell, Sunday around noon at Sendo Comic Con. We're going to sit down with him. We're going to ask him some great questions. Yep. Well. Our opinion, great questions. Right. I mean, we got things that we're interested in. Right. Yeah. This is so we, I know we said we're not going to do interviews, but this is somebody who deserves an interview. Right. Well, it's somebody that is a busy man, especially at Comic-Con. Right. So we want, we want to respect his time. Yeah. We want to respect his time. And it's somebody who I actually have questions that I would love to hear his answers on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm super excited. This is a man that's done. I mean, he, like I said, his, his, what he did to Green Arrow is still, still sits through in the comics of how Arrow is today. Yep. So now we're going to read The Longbow Hunters again. Yeah, we're going to power read it uh, Just be so that it's fresh in our mind. Yep, yep. Going to do some research on Mike Grell himself just yep. so that we can ask him poignant questions. I want to ask him about I want to ask him about Star City becoming Seattle. I want to ask him about the Warlord series he did and then a couple other things I don't I mean I I want to I think we should kind of go over our questions together and kind of pick yep. out, pick five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz we need to be concise to the point and not waste a bunch of his time. Right. You know. I don't know how much time he's going to give us, but I'm expecting like maybe five, ten minutes, which is more than more enough. enough. More yeah, than enough. Yeah, if he gave us me. thirty seconds, I'll be ecstatic. If he just said hi, I might grill. I'd be happy with that too. Right. <laughs> right. So again, this this comes from us from Mill Geek Comics. Oh, thank Russ, you, Russ really hooked us up, got us here. We wouldn't be having this experience without him. Yeah. So this is amazing. The experience, the feeling like we're doing this podcast now, and it's it's we're taking it seriously. Well, I mean, well, we're, it's we always amazing. took it seriously, but it's just weird. It just feels like things are falling into it place. It feels like other people are taking it seriously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are, let's be honest, right now we are a know-nothing podcast, and sure. that's okay. That's okay. But we're giving our card, and everybody we give our card to today that talked to us about it seemed like, oh, like, oh this is cool. Ask us questions. So we have another guy named Stefan Franks. Right. He he has his book, his current book's called Silver. Silver. 
which you pick, you picked up the first all three, three volumes, all three, and he signed all of them. It looks great. So this guy was the animation supervisor on the Iron Giant, the fucking Iron Giant. Did some directing of Smurfs, right? Did some other things that right. um, that were got to go and check. He out. created some cartoons I'm not familiar with, but I'm ha- super I mean, nice guy. Dude, he worked on Iron nice Giant guy. and this this Sliver series. His pitch to it and looking through the books, it looks amazing, fantastic, all black and white. The art. It's black and white with some with some tones, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to read it. Yeah, I can't wait. We're going to power read that. We're going to read one. He'll read one. I'll read one, then two, then three. Yep. <laughs> back yeah, we'll just switch back and, back and forth. <laughs> He's agreed to come on. Yeah. So in a couple weeks, look for that, because that's going to be an amazing um, yeah, interview. We're, we're going to schedule him well, for a conversation. Yeah, we're going to do a conversation with him. I think yeah. we're going to keep it loose. And we'll have, we'll have some questions. I have some questions about Iron Giant when I ask him. Yeah. And I am 100% certain after reading his book. I'm gonna have something to say about that with him too. Oh yeah, because that that episode we're gonna review all three books. That's right, and then talk to him afterwards and kind of let him know. I mean, let him know how we thought about it. Yeah, yeah. If it lives up to how good it looks, I think it will. I think it will too. Yeah, I think it will. His but, his wife was really nice. He was really nice. Whoever the guy that was with him, wearing who had a I don't know if you noticed this, but he was wearing a hoodie. Uh-huh. It was a Dogma production hoodie from the movie Dogma. Oh, that's hilarious. And he got it from his buddy who was on the production crew. And he was, I mean, he was a nice guy. It was and, great. And then. Another icing on the cake. <laughs> yes. Was who? So we were walked by the DC booth, and first we got Nicholas Scott assigned some copies of Wonder Woman for us and for our for, for my daughters, my wife, and you know for uh, your people. <laughs> and we had you know we talked to her, then we went around I was like, oh, Andy Kubert signing too. Yep. And I was like, I love Andy Kubert. He, he we you know Andy Kubert. Don't know he had, he worked on Dark Knight Three with uh, with you know Frank Miller and Azrelio. He worked on um, Damien, Son of Batman. He's worked on a bunch of DC stuff. He's worked on, on Marvel stuff. He's worked on he worked he was amazing artist X Men in the nineties. He was Andy Kubert and Jim Lee. You know he's done a ton of stuff. Yeah, and amazing I, I, artist. I, you know I've talked to, I met him years ago at, at one of the shows. I just talked to him for a few minutes. Super nice guy. Yep. And we walked up, and he's you know, he's he has these, but they're like they're ads for a Watchmen series. But on the back of them, in the front of them, looks looks like a comic board, right? Right. And he was signing them for free for free, you know, and you can say hi to him. Yep. And Kenrick, go ahead and say what you did. <laughs> I give him our business card, and then we also made up some placards for Ein's anthology. That's the book that I'm working on. That Johnny's working on right now. Ein's anthology, so people know, is 600 years of one family. It's an anthology of everything that's gone through to bring this family what it is today, or what it is at the time of... Can you tell that Kenrick's my hype man for this? Yeah. I, I have a hard time talking about stuff. I, I get I get shy, and I have some anxiety issues, and I just... It's, it's all good. So, yeah. 600 years, we have a family that has evil people and good people and yep. not-so-good people, not-so-evil people trying to just live... The problem is the supernatural tends to seep into their life. They kind of get brought into things. Now, the cool thing about this project is Johnny has 25, 26. I've hired 25. There's probably only going to be 20 in the book. That's right. So he's hired 25 different writers from all over the world to write different stories all around this one family. And then Johnny is doing all the art. So I bring out the placard. I tell Andy all about the project. He was very interested. He seemed 100% legitimately interested. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, no, not no bullshit, like, oh, this is cool, kid. So, he generally looked like he was interested in the story and, like, engaging in it. Yep. Then I gave him our podcast business card. Which he also seemed genuinely interested, interested in. in. Yep, he wants to check it out. But the cool thing is, they started talking. I got him to sign up a thing for Mill Geek Comics to write it up. Yep. To, regards to Mill Geek Comics. Andy Kubert. It was awesome. Then he turns to Johnny Gives Johnny his placard back and says, will you sign this for me? <laughs> so not only did Johnny get Andy Kubert's autograph, Johnny gave Andy Kubert 
his autograph. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've been asked for my autograph before at shows where I'm selling prints and stuff, and that's right. whatever. But to have an industry person like Andy Cooper, who's been around for 20, 30 years, who's who's helped create some great characters and told some great stories to turn around and say, hey, will you sign this for me? Worked side by side with the likes of Frank Miller. Yeah. With the likes of Jim Lee. As he's, I mean, if you don't know who he is, just Google search his name, look at his stuff, and you'll say, oh, I have actually read books by this guy. Because yeah. I guarantee you, if you read comics, you've read something he's worked on. That's right. But especially, to have if him, especially if you've read Batman. Yeah, or, or X-Men. Or X-Men, yeah. Yeah. But to have him turn around and ask me for my autograph now... And I, generally just, want it. Not just yeah. do it to be, to be like no, it, a jerk. I said, he seemed... I mean, if he was lying to us and being and like, and and being and not and being not not serious about this or not being very genuine about this, he's an incredibly good actor. Right. It, it felt one hundred percent genuine, and he talked to us for a little while. Yeah, he, you know, he shook our hands. He talked. He told me he's gonna he's gonna you know sign up for the email list, which is I mean, Andy Cooper's gonna be on my email list. I fuck, know. What fuck the yeah, hell? right? Yep. And he's you know he's he's excited for it to come out. He's gonna keep a watch out for it. And it's just, it's awesome. I was on cloud nine when that happened. That was it like was awesome. that for me. Like as the artist in me and the creator in me, that was my pinnacle moment today. Yeah, like for the the I could tell. for the collector in me, the Mike Grove Green to an interview thing. That's a huge deal. But as the creator, being asked or meeting Andy well, Kubrick like that, it, and, it was uh, because it was somebody that you aspire to be. I would love reaching to down to you and saying, "Hey, good job, man. This is yeah. awesome. I want yeah. I want I want to be. I'm interested in what you're doing. It's amazing. It's it's kind of like validation for what right. you've been working on." And the only thing is, it's going to do is going to motivate you to oh, yeah. pass the, the, the any kind of law that you're going to have. Because you're going to be like, dude, not only is Andy Kubert looking for your anthology, yeah. now Mike Grell's looking for your anthology. Right, because he has a copy of it too. And yeah. To have I mean, to have these guys, if I mean, I want this thing to look as to be as good as good as it can be. If I have people like them who are going to, who are going to pick it up, yeah. You know, I don't want to have Andy Kubert pick it up and go, "Oh, this is shit." When it's all done, I want to put my all my A game yeah. in every yeah. single page you know of this book. What kind of people are actually looking at it now? Right, and it's, it's it's industry people that can say, "Hey, check out this book this kid made." Right, it's it's it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, and so now what we're yeah. going to do is, of course, we're going to ask him for. We'll see if we, can, if we, can, if we meet up with him tomorrow. We're going to ask him if we can have do a, a few just to hang out. Yeah, just hang out with him. Hey, yeah, in a couple weeks. Give say, us, hey, give us 10, 20 minutes of your time. You call in, maybe more. However much you want to give us, and talk yep, to us. Yep, two minutes, five minutes, <clears throat> right. two hours, whatever you want. We're just going to talk. We're just going to hang out and talk about stuff. Yeah, we may ask you a few questions, but mostly we want to talk to you. Yeah, we'll so. just ask questions and move the conversation forward. Right. But really, yeah, it'd be such a blast. Such a nice guy. Yeah, he was very genuine. He did, and yeah. you know, it was funny because he took a picture with Cody, and Cody was like. And what's funny is Cody doesn't know who he is, but he knows his work. He's Cody's actually read books by Andy Cooper before, right? Right, because Andy Cooper worked on Flashpoint and stuff like that, right? You know, it was, it was cool because Cody Cody's so shy. I love that kid. But he's so shy when it comes up like that. I think he's getting it from you. You guys get it from me, man. Because I I have a I'm a, I'm an observer. Like yeah, no, I can man. talk I can talk your ear off on a podcast because right. no one's watching us. Right, but it's just you and I. You're like you don't shut up. But if we ever have to do like a live show, I'm like, all right, let's give me a few drinks and we'll be good. <laughs> What's funny is Johnny's wife is my niece, and we are on that floor, and we're talking to everybody. Everybody. Anybody at cars. Da, da, da. Have you seen this? Have you talked? This is what we do. This is what we have. This is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to get. Right. You know what I mean? Check out. Here's our business card. Here's this. And they're talking to us, and Johnny's like, this is cool. Yeah. This is cool. This is cool. Because <laughs> for me, it's like they're doing what I want to do, but I'm just too mentally not in your able, head, right? In my head about yeah. it, and it's but that kind of stuff will come and go, and, yeah. And you never know; you'll see it at some point. You just kind of well, get over that. Some people are better at that shit than other people. You know, yeah. I'll you just go for it, right? Exactly. Yeah, but it's awesome. And 
We but uh, it worked out today. Today was today an was, amazing experience. Today was fantastic. Yeah, uh, those three things to me. And the funny thing is with Stefan Franks from Silver. Yeah, that was the first guy we actually talked to when they opened the doors. So we had retailer badges. Well, but I have a broken foot, <laughs> and so of course my niece will not shut up. She will no. talk your ear off until you agree to do what she's asking to do. And that's- she had us in the front of the line <laughs> with the security guards going, "Okay, you guys can be right here." You so guys when they opened the door. We were the first ones into the door. Yep. It was hilarious because she will get her, she will get her way. Yeah, it's as like- we burst into the door, that was the first booth. We went to and yep. talked to, and it wasn't even two minutes in. I had already spent thirty, forty bucks. Right, buy this guy's <laughs> book because it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, it looked it looked amazing, and he sat and talked with us and was interested in what we were having to say and what we did. Right, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was. They did. They did the 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 you know the selling of the book the right way. Right. It wasn't generic. It wasn't fake. It wasn't. Right. Oh, it's a guy. It was. It felt like they were like they were. They were trying to be very organic about it, it. Yeah, and it felt like they were very genuine about their excitement behind it. But they weren't trying to push it on it. They, it really was very much a hey, here's our book. Do you want to look at it? If you want to know more about it, let me know. If not, I'm excited fine. to read it. Yeah, I am I'm too. I'm really excited to read it. I am too. It looks really. It looks good. So, so also after while we were talking to Silver, while you were talking with him, I talked to him a little bit. I also walked over because the first booth on that aisle was the Arsenic Lullaby booth. Which um, is Douglas, and I'm probably going to butcher your last name, Paskowitz, I believe is how you pronounce it. If I'm wrong, I am sorry. But he's a guy that I actually met back in 2002, 2004, one of those two Comic-Cons. I think it was the O2 one, but I'm not 100%. And I bought his first trade paperback there. Had him, He signed it, and he drew a big picture for me back then, back before he got you know to where he is today. And he's if you don't know who he is, which people might not if they're not into dark humor, he is the new... Uh, the new series artist on the Tick book from New England Comics. He picked up that gig. That book, his first his first issue comes out in October. And the Tick, if you don't know, is an amazing series. If you like humor and superheroes, read the Tick. Yeah. And they have a TV show on Amazon now. And he's now the main series artist on on that on that on that uh, that book. So I went to his booth because I've been following him for a long time. I'm part of his email list, you know. And he's a funny guy. He's a good guy. And in his latest last email, he had, hey, if you come to, come to Comic Con, the code word is. I'm not going to say because if you right. want, if you want to go join his email list, you right. can pick out three pages, three of my sketch pages here that are his. He, what he does is he draws like prelim sketches for his panels, which are pretty much almost all almost finalized, just they have all the lines on them before he goes to the final ones. You can get, you can get three of them for, for free. Yeah, that's pretty. Crazy. So I went. I saw. I'm going right there. So I went after we started there. I went right there, said my magical code word, and <laughs> got three. I got three pages. I got two that were from the Tick book he's working on. And one of them that was a prelim sketch for a cover uh, for a book he did. That's awesome. And then what I'm going to do with my mom is a huge fan of the Tick, so I'm going to take those Tick sketches. I'm going to frame them up for, her, and I'm going to give them to her. That's amazing because she loves the Tick, and yeah. he's drawing the Tick now. So, also tomorrow at the Tick booth, he's going to be there doing sketches and stuff on the Tick covers. So I'm, I'm going to head back over there and try and get one of those tomorrow at one o'clock. You know who'd be fun to try to find too is Mike Mignola. Yeah, he's oh he's a good guy. Yeah, I've actually talked to him um, back in, in Portland. Oh, cool! Several years ago, he's. I love Hellboy. He's such a down to earth guy. It's such a fun read. Yeah, it's a fun read. It's good. Yeah, all of his stuff is so fun. He'd be a good one to have on the show. Yeah. So, hear that, Mike Mignola? If you're listening, <laughs> we want you on the show. We want you on the. We're coming for you, Mignola. Because we know you're listening. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm tired. I am too. I got a power. We're exhausted. I got a power a, edit this. Get it up. Yeah, and I got a broken foot, and I, and I walked. <laughs> And every time these guys would take off, I'm like, I can't walk that fast. I am so sorry. I can't walk that fast. Well, suck it up, Buttercup, because we're doing it again tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's going to be worse tomorrow. So, 
This is Spoiler Country. I'm John. I'm Kenrick. And we will see you, or you will hear us, tomorrow. Peace.